morning. Joel Pilka with the On My Way to Work Crush Life podcast. I'll tell you, I start thinking about taking time off. Always thinking about taking time off, but not really to lay around and relax, more or less to work on what I want to work on. Interviewing people, working on maybe getting some speaking gigs, working on creating, you know, keep creating my side business of, you know, really helping people and having more fun, spending time with my son. I keep thinking, you know, he's three and a half. He goes to school when he, let's say, well, he goes to daycare now. Um, And he goes to like full Spanish immersion, which is really cool. And we've met a lot of great people there. Some new friends, which has been great. But also you got, he's going to be five in a year and a half. And from what I know, uh, this is my only child, they go to kindergarten around five. And in my mind, I feel like once they go to kindergarten, they're gone. Like they're in school for the rest of their lives until they're either, you know, if they go to college, which I'm guessing he will. Uh, who knows at that point. But um, so, you know, you're in school all the way through high school, possibly all the way through college. So he gone. And to the point like what I mean, he's gone is maybe not even through kindergarten, but you're not going to take him out for an entire year. Right. You're not going to be able to have an entire year off with them because at that point you need to be in school, learning that stuff, socializing. And so my thought was, well, maybe I could take the next year off and spend my time with him and have that year, just him and I, um, just, I don't know, exploring, doing, learning, building, bonding, doing all that stuff. That's really what I want for the next year. So it's like, how do I make that happen? Cut a bunch of expenses back quit my job, you know, I sit here and think I could go part-time, but between spending time with pain on the front and the back end of a part-time job and then having a part-time job, I'd be in the exact same position I am now, not being able to spend time on the side business or what I would want to call the, you know, my real business or my heart, like the stuff I want to do. Trying to fit it in in the wee hours of the night, trying to be creative at 10 p.m. every night is not easy, right? When you're trying to create and trying to prepare, it's just not. I mean, I don't care. I'm more creative in the morning. So you you know, you might think, I might think, well, I'll get up earlier, but it doesn't work that way. You get up earlier and then you're doing different things in the morning. You're setting intentions, you're stretching out, you're meditating, you know, there's a workout. That's like, that takes a couple hours. That's the way to start your day, you know, and then it's time to get in. So if I could truly treat my day the way I want, that's the goal. So like right now I have the day off. I am going to go into my meeting with surgery this morning because I have to strategize with my ORs to see how we can get more uh, nurses in the OR. It's really, really tough. It's a hard find. Trying to find a pediatric operating room nurse uh, is very difficult in general, let alone this market when everyone's working. So it's difficult. Um, So I'm going to go in even though I have the day off. And then I'm going to spend the day how I would if it was my own. I'm going to work on my side stuff. I'm going to make some phone calls, maybe do an interview, podcast, and then work on this program I'm working on. It's going to be great. In my mind, I'm going to pretend that this is my day, that this is how I would live my life, right? That this is a typical day. I'm at the coffee shop or I'm at my office, whatever it may be. I could take a break to play some music, maybe record a a song or write a song if I want to on the fly, right? Just being me. I think if I took a year off to just be me and follow my gut and follow what's what comes to me. I'm not saying that's going to completely replace the income I'm making now, but I just have to believe 
that in the grand scheme of things, I will be, I will feel happier because I know that every day I'm working on stuff that I love, right? That I want to do, that I get to create. And it's around music and video and people and connecting and learning. That's my favorite. For those of you who know, who've been listening, like you can tell. And so that's what I want to do. Right now, everybody probably can't take a year off for whatever they want to do. Maybe you can. Maybe you really can. If you sat down and and thought about it and said, let's make some sacrifices. You know what's funny to me is how people will go to school and they'll take out a $50,000, $60,000, whatever, $200,000, you know, student loans to get a degree, which doesn't even guarantee them a job. They still have to go through and get a job. But what they won't do is take out 50 or 100 or a $200,000, well, I'll tell you why, $200,000 loan to, you know, become a, like, you know, get a mentor and start a business, you know, buy some training, buy some, really buy a website, you know, get in, you know, but you have to have an idea. It's just funny to me how we see it. Now, granted, if you're going to take a loan out for a business, that loan's going to want to have, it's going to have to be repaid right away. Whereas a student loan you get to defer that stuff until maybe six months after graduation or whatever. So you have some time to gain the knowledge before you start paying. You know, the argument would be that if you are starting a business, you're able to get those things up and running. You're able to get a website, maybe hire some marketing help, some social media help or whatever it may be. I just do find it funny that we're quick to take out loans for knowledge and I'm not knocking school. I'm just saying quick to take out loans for college but not so much maybe to fund your dream or fund your, fund your idea. Because even if, even if you spent 50 or 60 or $100,000 on a dream and it didn't work, after a year or two, you would learn so much that now you would be marketable to any of these companies. You can say, look, I've been running social media. I'm a social media manager for the last two years. There's plenty of social media manager jobs. I'm social commu- social media community manager. Maybe you learn Facebook ads and now you're, you know, intermediate to advanced or certified in Facebook ads or Google ads, pay-per-click, SEO. There's so many things that you can learn to then make yourself marketable, especially if you want to switch careers. So my thought is to do that. And that's what I'm going to do. And I don't know. I keep saying I'm going to wait till the end of the year. I'm probably only going to wait another couple months and I'm going to make that happen. Uh, So maybe you guys could come over when I tell my wife that. No, (laughs) I've been talking to her about it for a while. Um, But something that I do think along those lines is going to become very popular at some point. And I don't know how long this is going to take, but it's going to be essentially a 30 days off. And I don't know if companies are going to be able to... And I know people will say, you know, some companies do this after like five years, you get a sabbatical and you get 30 days. After five years, you get 30 days to do whatever you want. And I'm telling you, 30 days is not a lot. When I was out with my surgery for six weeks, it goes pretty quickly. Like for, you know what I mean? It, it really does. You have to have a plan. But I think that they will be called mental health breaks. I think that when people hit burnout, like serious levels of burnout and depression, um, hopefully there may be a prescription for like 30 days off where almost short-term disability is covered by it where you might even get paid um, for your time. And what they might call rehab now for people um, would essentially be called like a mental health retreat where you go and you you detox from social media, you detox hopefully from any you know possible recreational drugs or alcohol that you're on. 
you detox from the stress of everyday life, you reset, you work on yourself and you figure out, you know, if where you're at is where you need to be and maybe you're just managing your life incorrectly, you know, maybe you can't, you can't even get the laundry done and the grocery shopping done because life is just too much on the, you know, you're running around with children or with life, whatever you're doing, you're running around and you're just not making any headway because it's overwhelming. I feel that way a lot of times, you know, and, and, and people might think it's easy to fix and that might be for some, some people, you know, and for others, it's not, it's not easy for me to do. And I sometimes struggle with that. Like, how come, why can't I, I know, I know how to do it. I know what, well, it's like everybody knows how to work out. But, like, we don't do it or we, we fall back into these crazy weird patterns of making it too hard to do. And so I do think um, the 30-day break, I don't know how it's going to construe itself, how it's going to surface. But I think that that will be a valuable tool if you could say maybe every two years, every two years you get a month off. And it could either be paid or it could be like half paid or maybe, you know, two weeks off or, you know what I mean? You only get half of your salary or you get um, two weeks unpaid and two weeks paid, I think would be cool. Because then it's a give and take, you know, you're taking a hit, the company's taking a hit. And you just have to reset. Now, there'd have to be a plan though. You'd have to go somewhere. Like I thought about renting a house up in like Scottsdale or Paradise Valley, like a really big house with about maybe eight bedrooms, whatever, six, eight bedrooms. And you have people come there, they have their own room. You have them set up with a computer, not in the room. They can have it in the main space. And then it's like, and, and then, and maybe not even computers now that I think say it out loud, but it's like quiet time. You're on a bed. There's like a bedtime, you know, like 930. You're in bed. There's no television in your bedroom. You have a stack of books and then you meet, you do yoga, you do your laundry, you do executive function type stuff, you know? If you have a podcast, you can record your podcast, you can write, you can work on your pro, uh, your projects, your programs, your business, but it's structured. Can you see your family? I mean, if you all live here, if you're not moving in from a different state, of course you can see your family, but it would almost be like you're in jail, right? Except your child's not coming to visit you behind glass and bars. They're coming to a mansion and PV and you're telling them you're at a work retreat, you know, cause that's essentially what you're doing, but it's a break. People need a break right? They need a break to calm down and think for a minute. A weekend is not going to cut it, right? You think two days on the weekend is enough and it's not even two days. You work on Friday, so that doesn't count because you have a few hours there and most people just go blow off steam at the bar, as far as I know. Um, Then Saturday you wake up. We all know this. You got some chores. You're going to run around and do some chores because it's Saturday, but you're also going to have some family time built in there. Sunday, I don't know if you go to church or what you do, we try to keep Sundays for just doing nothing around the house. And then if there's those little things we feel like doing, like, hey, let's finally take a ride up to, you know, the aquarium, or let's take a ride um, to Home Depot, or let's, you know, not do anything, or let's just go swimming all day. Sunday's kind of reserved for, we, we say nothing, unless the family kind of has been, we all kind of come to this agreement, like, hey, that's something we've been wanting to do, let's go do that. But we typically try not to do anything on Sundays. And that's it. Because you know what happens? About noon on Sunday, you start thinking about Monday. And then you start thinking, well, I got to get my stuff in order. Maybe I'll log in, see what my email's like. You start doing laundry. You start doing meal prep. Half of Sunday is really all you got. And so with Friday doesn't count. 
Saturday you have family day and you're kind of relaxing, maybe sleeping in. And Sunday is a half a day of chilling before you got work mode popping right back in your head. So the point is, I think there's value in this 30 day break. I don't know how long it'll take, really long time for companies to come on board, but I think it's valuable and will work. Yeah, I think people need it. I know people need it. I know I need it. Um, call it detox, call it, call it whatever you want to call it, but I think it's extremely healthy. Take a day, even when you're doing that, and there's no talking, right? Don't talk. You can't talk to anybody verbally. You can probably text, right? So much value there. So my goal is to take the next year off to do, to work on me. And you know what? I, I've talked to my wife about it and she's on board to some extent. We have to see what it looks like, but I need to create my plan. And as my buddy, Tony would say, Tony Jones, Anthony Jones would say your escape velocity, which I mentioned, how do you reach your escape velocity where you can escape the program that you're in right now, the life, the, the schedule that you're in right now and have the freedom that you want. And, you know, I heard this Navy SEAL guy, Eric Davis, I'm in one of his master classes. He's talking about what is freedom. Actually, it's about being able to be present in the moment without thinking about those other obligations. So it's like, I'm about to be, I can be at the zoo with my son without thinking about work or without thinking there's somewhere that I need to be right now, or there's an email that I need to be looking at. You know, and that sounds more of a mental challenge, but I think it's like when you get to a space in your life, when you can, when you can do that, when you know, like where you stand and where you're at, you can have that control. And that's what I see. That's freedom to me. Freedom is to be able to be where I want or to think about what I want when I want to. I don't care what anybody thinks about that, but that's how I feel. And that's what I'm chasing. That's what I'm going to attain. So take some time off, however it may be. Get in a place where you're supported, right? By a family family member, by a loved one, by anybody that will support you on that. And those are the people that you want to hang with. If somebody's shooting that idea down, you don't even need to spend time with them because they don't get it. And you can't, sometimes you can't even tell them. This is a little bit deeper into my psyche and where I'm at in life. I think you've heard me coming from here before, but this is where I'm at. You guys got any tips or tricks? I'll tell you, send them my way. And I have to say real quick, shout out to my buddy, Brian. Brian Olson, I'll tell you what, man. You texted me the other day about some of this Smule app. I put out some music from time to time and I sing songs and I use this app. It's called Smule and it's kind of like a karaoke app and I think it's a lot of fun. And there's a little bit of echo involved in the background so your voice sounds kind of cool. And I don't know. And he texted me the other day, he said, hey man, I love you, but you know what? Quit with the Smule app. Just sing with the guitar and your voice because it sounds way better. And I just appreciated that. He was being real. He wasn't trying to hurt my feelings. He was actually giving me a compliment. And um, I could see how people can take things like that the wrong way. So please, if someone's reaching out to you, give them the benefit of the doubt that they're just there to help you, for one. And two, like, be that for other people. Can you be honest with your friends? You're not trying to hurt their feelings or anything, but can you be honest enough with them to be a true friend and give them honest feedback, right? From the heart. Thanks, Brian. Love you all. Thanks for listening and all the support always. Crush life.